Welcome to the Degrassi Book Club. Two inebriated bibliophiles discuss the teen drama that is the Degrassi Junior High book series. Brought to you by the Degrassi AV Club. Hello, welcome to Degrassi Book Club Presents Wheels. I'm Jason and I'm here with Allison. Hello. I'm just trying to say it like you said, wheels. <laughs> wheels. Wheels. With a very pronounced H. I know. It's funny because I always hear them in the way Jason says the outro for the next book. Mm-hmm. And those files are long gone. So I, I'm, oh. I can't believe they're stuck in my memory, but gone from my computer. Well, that is sad that they're gone from your computer. So here we are. We're at book number 10. Yep. Did Kinda we do crazy. 10 books? No. We've done eight. This will be eight. Okay. Yeah. I was so confused. Yeah. Why do I have it written as book well, 10? Wheels is book 17. Uh-huh. But there's all the um, Kids of Degrassi Street books. Mm. There's eight of those. I was confused. I was like, what book yeah. are we on? I have no idea. Everything's happening this week. <laughs> I know. There's a lot going on. I love on. this book, though. This book is really nice. Well, Susan's getting her writing chops in here. Agreed. And it's really nice to have not fallen asleep. I kind of nodded maybe once, but that's just because it was like afternoon nap time on the weekends. Okay. But I was able to stay up and like basically read this in one shot. That was. I literally have a question. How many times did you fall asleep reading this? <laughs> yeah, I started to nod off once, but it really, like I said, was just because it was afternoon time. And like, that's the time on the weekends I will fall asleep. I um, read it. It was one of my ones that arrived early, so I read it out of sequence mm-hmm. and didn't take notes, and I just read it for pleasure. And then in the past, yesterday, I guess, I've read the whole thing again and did my post-its. Yeah. But I, I like this book a lot. Yeah, me too. It's fun. It's good. I like, I like it. Yeah, it's mostly a couple episodes, but there's extra bits, so, which I guess is kind of the way with the rest of the book, sort of, but this one was just better. <laughs> it was. It was better. Way to go, Susan Nielsen. <laughs> exactly. I have a little shout out for someone. Okay. Hi, Julia. I'd like to say thank you for enjoying Book Club and reaching out and sending us a message. Oh, that's really nice. Yes. Hi. <laughs> hello. Um, I, hello. <laughs> it's fun when people say things. And when people get excited about Book Club, it makes me extra excited. <laughs> I know. I really love Book Club, so I'm glad that some at least some people aren't tortured by it <laughs> i know well and then we have our other secret book club that's coming up but we'll get into that in a few books yeah um we have to work out logistics books, mm-hmm. wait what'd you say so we have to work out logistics of that what are the logistics uh, title <laughs> the books we're gonna read <laughs> we've done this like 73 times we'll be okay <laughs> It's not getting better and it can't get worse. <laughs> oh, jinxy pinksy myself right there. Yeah, thanks. Yep. Where's your book from? Um, my book is Pristine Perfect Didn't Want to Touch It. Mm-hmm. First edition that came from nowhere. Like, this book has never been opened before I got to it. Nice. It's amazing. And then um, I shoved it in my purse the other day and crammed a corner. Ooh, yeah. What? What? Were you crazed? What happened? Were you being mugged and you had to protect it? No, I was going to the doctor and I knew I'd be sitting in the office and you're not allowed to use your phone in there. You take your new copies out of the house? I did with this one and now I know why never to do it again. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Such nerds. Like I I legit do not take the new copies out of my house. (laughs) Like, oh, 
<laughs> feeling traumatized by it, but yeah. trying to get through it. It's okay. Hey, we all make bad choices. This book is about bad choices. It is about bad choices. Um, my book is from my girl's school in Maryland again. Nice. Again. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> um, it's never been taken out, so I have the brand new um, back of the book card. Oh. I know. That's delightful and sad. It's amazing. I was like, <laughs> I love it. Do I use it as a bookmark? And I was like, no. And I almost wrote my name in it. Oh, Carlos is coming over to say hi. Yeah, Carlos. Um, hi. Yeah. Well, I'm here, Jason. <laughs> who's, who's copy does he have? <laughs> he has nobody's copy. He has, I think he's drunk on fermented mango copy. Oh, is that a thing? Because yeah. animals do get drunk off of fermented fruit. I feel like it might be a thing. Oh. Yeah. I'm drunk off my second bottle of champagne. <laughs> yeah. And then just... I had a poodle riot earlier, but that has since calmed down as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I guess. Am I supposed to read the back cover? Is that how this goes? Oh, sure. I forgot to read the back cover. Oh, that's okay. Because you did your book report, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Allison texted me and she's like, oh, crap, it's my book report this week. And I was like, oh, thank God, because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I forgot. So the title of this book is A Dargrassi Book, Wheels. Um, let's discuss the cover photo for a moment. I love this cover photo. Oh, it's okay. pensive. He's got uh -huh. his Port Hope uh, postcard in his pocket. He's got yep. the backpack. Like he's looking yep. into the distance. Something better is on the horizon. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. He's got his little stripy shirt. The jeans are tight. Yeah. The jeans are always um, tight. Yeah. Always. But the postcard, I think, is a really good touch. So I think it was shot for this book as well. Definitely. Because it's not the tattered postcard that he no. fingers for years. <laughs> well, we'll get into some fingering later. <laughs> <laughs> wheels. Everybody likes wheels at Degrassi. With his shiny blue bass, he plays in a rock band with his buddies, Joey and Snake. Sometimes he thinks about being a musician, like his birth father. But life grinds to a halt for Wheels when his parents are killed in a tragic car accident. He finds himself fighting with his best friend Joey, hanging around downtown with a couple of street kids, and getting into serious trouble with the law. Still, his friends refuse to desert him. And in the end, Wheels learns that you can count on the people around you when you really need them. <laughs> That's really sweet. It is nice. <laughs> it, it, there's, I tried to... like. This is my favorite book, and I do like Wheels as a character. It made me like Wheels a lot more. So I don't want to feel terrible about when I make fun of this later. Oh, uh, well, we'll just make fun of it. It's fine. Well, I remember when I read this, I was think I was texting you. Of course I was texting you about this. I was like, <laughs> this is making me like, like, who the fuck else was I texting this? <laughs> it's like, it's making me like Wheels a lot more. And I think you made fun of me, actually. Probably. Yeah, it's nice. generally Thank what I you. do. <laughs> just saying yeah so on that note i'm gonna do an about the author okay because go ahead. this one's changed just a little bit yeah. so susan nielsen 26 graduated from ryerson in 1985 with a degree in radio and television arts since then she's written 16 episodes of the award-winning series degrassi junior high and degrassi high wheels is her third degrassi book following shane and melanie Susan lives in Toronto with her husband, Goran, and their two fat cats, Lucy and Mr. Mooney. I love that she's a cat lady. I do, too. <laughs> she always puts in her about the author, but I thought it was interesting that this time they put her age in. 
Yeah. Is it like a look what she's accomplished by 26? I guess. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, when I read that, I was like, hmm, what was I doing at 26? <laughs> I know what I was doing. It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Is someone ready for their book report? Oh, slightly. What okay. do you mean slightly? <laughs> <laughs> I just like thought you needed a drink gonna... or you didn't do it. What, I... Do you want more banter? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Okay, so Allison's book report. Dated to, I don't know what today's date is, never mind. So, book title, Wheels. Well. May I ask a ah, question before you start? Yeah. Sorry. Did you actually write it out this time? I never write it out. Oh, okay. I know, I'm sorry. Well, I shouldn't have know. told you that because you're grading me. Mm, yeah, your your effort your effort mark did just go down. But going. Like the grape discount for something. I, honesty counts too. That's all I can say. I'm very honest. Um, okay, so let's start this over. I actually thought out the whole thing last night and was going to write it down, and then for some reason I didn't. So okay. book title, a Degrassi book, Wheels. Author, Susan Nielsen. And I did write down the characters, so... Okay. The main characters and describe them. I would say there's really only one main character. Mm-hmm. It's Wheels. He is a 14 year old boy, irresistible to older men. <laughs> we have some minor major characters, which would be Joey, which is Wheels' best friend, also a total pain in the ass. We have his grandma, who's very depressed. Nana. I know. She's, you know, really struggling. She's lost her daughter, and she has to deal with this fool. He's just being a jerk to her. (laughs) Um, And then we have the two street kids. We have Barry, who's 19, who's not really a street kid. He lives in his sister's basement. And then his girlfriend, Tammy, who's 14. Excuse me while I hurl. Um, And then there is Mike... His dad. We all know Sexy Mike, so. um, (laughs) For Mike, things are going great. Things are going great. (laughs) (laughs) For Mike's girlfriend. (laughs) Maybe not so much. (laughs) Not so much. (laughs) So this book is kind of, um, well, it's mostly Wheels' arc in junior high. Mm -hmm. So Wheels is... um, you know, we get into it. It's just been a couple weeks since his parents have died. He's really struggling in school. He's alienating his friends. Nobody knows how to talk to him. He actually is not going to school. His grandma makes him go back. And instead, he goes to the arcade that we see him at a lot. And he meets... So much arcade. So much arcade. And um, he meets these two street kids. And um, he starts messing around and getting into trouble. This girl convinces him to steal a jacket. He gets arrested. Um, <laughs> he goes home. He just He's just getting into trouble. So he decides to run away and go see his dad. And in the end, he realizes that, just like the back of the book says, his grandma persists, Joey persists, and he really has a caring community around him. Okay. Um, yeah. And I would say my favorite part of the book would be... Something I forgot to think about. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I know. I'm very good at this part. It's my favorite. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite part would probably be all the questionable experiences with older gentlemen. It's Yeah, he's quite appealing to a, a midlife gentleman in this book. Yeah, it's uh, unexpected. 
And I guess that's probably why it's my favorite. I, w- I wouldn't really say it's my favorite part. It's the most intriguing and surprising part of the book. Well, I made up a term for it. What is it? Getting beaned. Getting oh. Mr. Beaned. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah. You get I beamed guess, twice. <laughs> yeah. It's surprising. So right. for a quote from the book, I actually just want to read a little bit from the beginning because it kind okay. of sets the scene for how Traveled Wheels is. So What page? Oh, it's page one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Really right at the beginning. Really? Uh, sorry to interrupt your report, but at one point we just are going to read these entire books to people. <laughs> oh, that's what I thought we were going to do when we talked about doing a book club. <laughs> and you were like, uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. We'd probably still be on the first story, so it's a good thing, yep. but. Okay, page one. Wheels stared at the ceiling in his bedroom. In the corner above him, a spider had woven a web, and Wheels watched, mesmerized, as the spider crawled slowly towards a fly that was still alive and struggling to get free from the trap of silky threads. Of course the spider could take its time, Wheels thought. It knows darn well the fly can't escape. He kept watching until the spider drew itself around the fly, blocking Wheels' view so that he couldn't witness the killing. He could only imagine the fly being devoured, bit by bit by the spider. Did it feel pain? Did it have any idea that it was about to die? Stop, Wheels said quietly to himself between clenched teeth. He rolled over onto his side, leaving the image of the spider and its prey behind. What the hell, Susan? (laughs) Like, what? Yeah. I just, um, you know, and then it just goes into Wheels not being able to sleep. Shocking if that's like how he's just looking at a, I don't know. Yeah, Susan was going through some stuff. It's a crazy way to start a story. I feel like she was just like laying in her apartment, staring up at the wall, like, I have to write another one of these fucking books. Yeah. (laughs) I hope hope she loved it. I think she loved it. Well, it started a career, so. Yeah, and she, I mean, she put in the about the author that she's 26. I think she's really proud, and she should be, of the books she's written and the amount of TV shows she's written, so. You know, she's Can got I a really a, great career now. A hmm. brag the other day. Yeah. She liked one of my cat posts. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's amazing. I can't believe you didn't tell me. I did. I sent it to you. Huh. I did. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Whichever. It's fine. <laughs> it's just Instagram. It's only my life. Just kidding. <laughs> oh I thought it's you sent a uh, witch McCall. I didn't realize it was her. Yeah. And so there might have been someone else on there too, because you know that's how I roll. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I thought it was Dorothy. (laughs) Oh, her cat. Yes. Yep. Her cats. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one you sent me. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. So can I grade you now? Yeah, I was gonna say let's cut to the chase and give me my bad grade. (laughs) Oh wow. (laughs) B (gasps) minus. What? Not really. Oh my god. an A. You get okay. a solid A. All right. So first time only I because you didn't you, only because you said you didn't put effort into it. I did put effort into it. You said you didn't. No, I said I didn't write it down. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought we're aren't we saying the same thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The semantics are very different. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Oh, God. I, this is a fun one. I'm excited to dive into the quotes on this one. I know. We start with quotes, right? Yeah, but no, we're starting with things we didn't know, but we didn't learn a whole lot of big things, do you no. think? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We didn't. No. All right. So do you want to do some things we don't know? Sure. 
Okay. Um, oh, you're first. I am first, <laughs> and this one makes me really happy. So oh. on page seven, we learn that Wheels liked to read, but he was a slow reader. It took him a long time to get through a book, especially one for school. He preferred reading magazines like Musician and Spin, which he bought every month and read front to back. He read anything that had to do with rock music. I love that he's a book nerd. I love that. It makes me really yeah. happy. It's very, very cute. I like yeah. it. <laughs> it's a good thing. I know. And well, then there's um, this allude to the next quote, but they talk about a lot about his like love of music and how the band forms and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, so on page eight, we find out how he got his bass. Mm-hmm. They're asking him to take um, take out to his chores, which of course he didn't do on time. They so, being his parents. His parents, yes, his actual <laughs> his, his adopted parents right now. Wheels, honey, do you mind taking out the garbage now? It was his thirteenth birthday, and his mom was asking him to take out the garbage. You were supposed to do it yesterday, young man, his dad added sternly. You've only got yourself to blame for having to do it today. Wheels grumbled to himself as he grabbed the two plastic bags and opened the back door to their apartment. The back door led to a fire escape, and at the bottom was the garbage bin. He ran down the steps, hearing the metal clang under his feet. He didn't even wait until he got to the bottom of the steps before he threw the bags into the bin. Some birthday, he thought, as he ran back up the stairs with his head lowered. Mom, Dad, I'm going over to Joey's for a while, he began yelling through the open door. But when he reached the top of the stairs, he had stopped cold. On the landing stood a beautiful metallic blue base. So cute. It is really cute. That's a big warm fuzzy for sure. I know. I was like, oh, that's really sweet. I yeah. like His parents were very, very sweet characters. They really were. It was sad that they were the ones that had to go. Well, it's sad that Susan Nielsen had to lie and say they lived in an apartment. <laughs> it's, there's, I've lived in many an apartment. I'm not I know. that. But not true. It's not. Because later in the book, she contradicts it. She does. She sure All does. Right. Oh, <laughs> it'll be in my next quote, actually. It will. So. Yep. So in between, in the interim, <laughs> we find out about Joey and Wheels' friendship. So on page 14, Joey had been his best friend for as long as Wheels could remember. They had met in nursery school, and since then they'd always gone to the same school. They lived within a few blocks of each other, and it just seemed natural that they should be friends. Once in sixth grade, they even made a pact if even one of them moved to the other side of the world They'd still be friends. In eighth grade, Joey and Wheels had met Snake Simpson. He was a tall, freckle-faced guy, laid back and easygoing. They'd become a threesome, inseparable at school and on weekends. <laughs> the original thruple. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to throw that surprise in there for you. <laughs> I can't wait till we find out in the next book why he's called Snake. Oh they better cover it. <laughs> they better. I know. And it better us. be a better excuse than they came up with three nicknames for him in production. Me yeah. like Snake the best. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Oh, uh, gosh. All right. And then we learned a little bit about the house, right? Mm -hmm. On yeah. page 29. He and his parents had lived in this apartment for as long as Wheels could remember. It was located on the top floor of an old house in the east end of Toronto. His parents had bought the whole house when Wheels was about five. 
they lived on the top floor and rented out the bottom floor. And so duplex. Sorry. It's it's like a it's actually like a three story because recently this house sold on the market, as the stalkers <laughs> of the Degrassi world will know. And you could actually look at the pictures online. Um, it's located on Pape Street. And so it's I don't I it's not an apartment. It's like a duplex house. I just uh, is the terminal. Am I being too picky? Maybe, but I agree with you. It's a duplex. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one I'm in is not quite nice like that, but I'm in a duplex and it's a house that's split in two. It's like a two story with a basement apartment. Yeah. Like, because Toronto's the, Toronto's the home of the basement apartment. Yeah. Which I think would be freezing, but. I don't know. Maybe not. There's a lot. It's, yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I have trouble with that terminology, but yep. That house recently sold. Go look at it. It's cute. It sold for a lot too. Well, yeah, hello. It's historical value alone. That's true. Very God, true. Allison. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't torn Lucy's down to make condos. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Uh, who knows what it will be. Uh, if it was in Portland, it'd be condos. Yeah, truly. Okay. All right, so you're on page 30. No, what? I'm not. I'm on page 126. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, 30 is I... just a quote. Oh, is it? Oh, gosh, I misspoke. God, listen, do y'all see how much she treats me? (laughs) Rude. Rude. On page 126, once a week, Wheel and the other Niners were shipped to Borden High School for shop and family studies. Wheels hated these trips. Some of the older kids there still got a kick out of bugging them, even though it was January and he would have thought they'd be over it by now. On Wednesday, Wheels was walking down a Borden hallway with Snake. They were on their way to family studies. What color material are you going to use? Snake asked. Their latest assignment was to sew a pair of sweatpants. <laughs> now, do you think that they would be shipped off to Borden for shop and basically home ec? I don't, because they, when they showed it on the show, it was like chemistry class and math class, not some sweatpants to show off your schmeat. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But then it and made me I, want to sew my sweatpants. I'm like, oh, I know. I sew myself like, a pair of sweatpants. That's what I thought. I was like, wait, I could have been sewing these all along. Like, yeah. <laughs> definitely. But it was, yeah, it was very odd. I was like, okay, like, I love that there was home ec and that's how it would go. But I, I don't, yeah. I don't. Did you have home ec when you were uh, in junior high or high school? My high school was um, a, like half folk tech and half like regular high school. So there was that element to it, but I was on the academic track, mm-hmm. not on like, cause it had like auto shop and um, like uh, typing reception school or secretary school. Interesting. Uh, and, yeah. And then they had like home ec and stuff like that. And then you could go to like, um, if you were like a junior or senior, you could go to like hair school, like halfway through the day, but that wasn't my side of things. So I don't really know how it worked. Oh, you were on the white collar side? I was busy at Latin Camp. Yeah, like what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, oh yeah, there's a definite dichotomy there. That's but, crazy. Um, yeah, so it was like half folk tech, half regular high school. Wow. But it was very small. So I imagine both sides were getting good, like, um, courses on each side. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that's how it broke down. All right. That's how it went down to A P P O N E Q U E T upon a quit. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> so that song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh god, am I up next on you another sure are. No. All right. So this story, um, this book covers the arc when Wheels runs away from home and he's hitchhiking for six hundred and seventy-two hours. Yes. And so we find out what happens in these like hours that were missing on page one fifty one. He found an abandoned shed on the side of the road where Bob had left him. He had spent the night there, dozing a bit, but mostly trying to keep warm and calm himself down. Oh. He just curled up in a little shed after he got beamed. He sure did. <laughs> oh, wheels. Oh, wheels. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He he could have stayed in a hotel with Bob. Oh, or in the back yeah. of that Suburban. I mean, the station wagon the station wagon <laughs> hitch a wagon to a star <laughs> all right so we'll go to page 178 this is where we find out that wheels is british well that's your problem i love drinking personally real cool wheels retorted good thing you're so bloody cool that's all <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's bloody cold <laughs> god all right, well, that was that train wreck. Now let's move on to the quotes. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the meat. Just um, kidding. You know what we didn't discuss in our setup? What? Your finger count. Well, I, okay. I feel like finger count is last, right? Yeah. Okay. Did we say that? I was not no. paying attention. No, we never said it. All right, so... Um, Page three. All the sneaking around just to take a leak, Wheels thought as he relieved himself. He flushed the toilet and turned on the cold water in the sink. He let the water run until it was icy cold, then splashed them on his face. When he straightened up, he glanced at himself in the mirror. He looked awful. It's four o'clock in the morning, he joked to himself. You can't expect to look like your normal handsome self. (laughs) But the dark circles under his eyes were puffy and defined. I was like... This bitch snuck into my bathroom and looked at me. (laughs) Early morning, Allison. (laughs) They looked out of place on the 14-year-old face. Sam, just a 14-year-old face. (laughs) On on that same route. So, you look disgusting, he said to his image. He scrutinized his skin, and he discovered an unsightly pimple on his chin. Leaning into the mirror, he started to squeeze. When Wheels thought about his appearance, which he did more often the older he got... He considered himself to be average, average looking, average build, just average, and that suited him just fine. His wavy blonde brown hair had grown a lot over the past month. It hung almost to his shoulder, a length he liked because it made him look more like a rock musician and less like a jock. Some of the kids at school assumed he was a jock because of his shortest hair and the way he dressed, but he wasn't. He wasn't even very good at sports. But whenever he tried to grow his hair past the nape of his neck, his parents would insist he get a haircut and he'd be back to square one. <laughs> <laughs> so we found out about Wheels' hair and why by, you know, his uh, first year of Degrassi High, he's got the colonial ponytail. Well, I guess that's what he could get away with. Do you think yeah. he tied a ribbon or a rubber band on it? I th- oh, it was the rubber band, but it looked like it should have a ribbon. Yeah. I, I agree with that choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, it's me next. It is you. Uh, ooh, it's some Alexa. Mm-hmm. We don't get tons of Alexa in the books. I wish we had more, of course. Yeah. But whenever we do, they're quips like this. <laughs> yes. So Wheels has come back to school after his parents have passed away. 
High Wheels, a female voice almost shouted. The voice (laughs) sounded even louder against the silence. Wheels looked up to see Alexa, a bubbly girl in his grade, standing by her locker. She wore a broad, fake smile on her face. High Wheels mumbled, his jaws clenched. Did she always have to yell? (laughs) Yes, she did. (laughs) I disagree with a fake smile. Oh, no, I disagree with the fake smile, too. Alexa's very sincere in her excitedness, her smiles. She's sincere, yeah. Like, I legit think she was like, I'm going to go out of my way to be nice to Wheels today. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bit of a shit, this book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's going through stuff. Okay, it's acceptable. Yeah. I take back my fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) On page 23, um, he's talking about... The band, Sit Remedy, obviously. Um, And he's just thinking about them. So the more they fooled around, the more they started to enjoy themselves. And they'd started taking the band more seriously. In the summer, they'd even entered a local Battle of the Bands contest, which had meant practicing even more. But because Wheels Dumb Curfew, they had just be getting warmed up when he would have to go home. Those boys and their fooling around. You know what I hate? What? I hate when I'm fooling around and I just get warmed up <laughs> and the battle's about to start and then I have to go home. I know. Damn parents and their curfews. <laughs> I really pray that Susan Nielsen is like laying down like jokes. I like, hope so too, because holy crap. <laughs> if not, she just has no idea. Like, wow. The more they fooled around, the more they started to enjoy themselves. <laughs> season awakenings (laughs) i know there's lots of them in these degrassi books (laughs) all right so there's a little bit of foreshadowing on page 24 joey's parents aren't tyrants wheels had report retorted as he as he turned on his heels and left the room parents you're so unfair he shouted before slamming his bedroom door the next day at school he told joey and snake the bad news I'm so sick of them thinking they can boss me around. I'm not a little kid anymore. Parents, Snake sighed. You can't live with them. You can't live without them. What Wheels had said next would come back to haunt him. It haunted him now, and it would keep on haunting him. He couldn't help feeling that someone had heard him that day and decided to teach him a lesson. Does he mean God? (laughs) I think that's what he means. I don't know somebody wheels had looked at his friends and said i could sure live without mine oh sad yeah much worse than the breaking arm (laughs) (laughs) much worse oh my god i know well here Um, i am with a little bit of uplifting tidbits (laughs) oh good what page page 30 (laughs) oh wait are we getting fingered no, I thought, no, no, no. <laughs> I wanted you to say, no, we're getting fingered later. <laughs> no, we are getting fingered later. <laughs> it sounds creepy when you say it. It sounds creepy when you say it, too. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so uh, page 30, Wheels' grandma cleans his room. Uh, his small twin bed sat in the middle of the room against the wall closest to the door. The bedspread was about 10 years old, a Sears catalog special. Navy blue with red and white and yellow hot rods all over it. He and his mom kept meaning to look for a new one, but now it was too late. 
He supposed he'd be sleeping with the hot rods for a long time. <laughs> like Nana would never buy him new sheets ever. I know. He's yeah. You just have hot rods sheets for the rest of your life. That's how yeah. it goes now. Well, apparently <laughs> in his world. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I wish I had hot rod sheets. I know. I would like to find these. Yeah, oh. me too. Well, I deleted eBay. I've made some progress <laughs> in life. Good for you. I'm proud. You should be. I could, should I get a ribbon or something? <laughs> I, like I could they're... send you a gold star. Thank you. <laughs> um, am I up next? Sure are. Oh, page 35? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is where where they reference the old, the other book. Yeah. I thought it was cute. It was very smart. Good tie-in. Mm-hmm. Page 35. The three of them fell silent for a moment. Wheels stared down at the advertisement in his hand. Battle of the Band, it read. It was another contest their local community center had put on to raise money for things like new sports equipment, stage lights, and craft programs. The battle would be held on November 15th, one month away. All local amateur bands were welcome to participate. I bet we could win this time, Joey said, breaking the silence. They'd lost to an all-girl band in the summer. Forever. Forever. Uh, <laughs> you're going to lose to somebody when they use a light-up jacket. Come on. <laughs> I know. I was like, you're going to try and beat a twinkle jacket? I don't think so. Yeah, not happening. <laughs> but I love the tie-in. It's such a good attention to detail. It is a good attention to detail. I like yeah. this attention to detail as well. Um, oh. Joey is driving uh, wheels nuts. Starting, well, not starting on page 41, but that's where this quote's from. <laughs> so... <laughs> It was true, he thought. They did suck. And this bloody song. Joey had written Everybody Wants Something, and he thought it was the greatest song since I Can't Get No Satisfaction. But it wasn't. It was stupid. It was the song they'd been rehearsing the night his parents... Dot, dot, dot. So this... Um, it then uh-huh. goes on to page 43, where they're now actually fighting. It's more than dumb. It's crap, Wheels shouted. Just because you wrote it, you think it's so brilliant. You want us to start rehearsing that depressing thing you were just playing? Joey threw up his arms in mock anguish. Well, why not? For one thing, there aren't even any words to it. A song has to have words. You're such an idiot, Jeremiah. An idiot? Lots of music doesn't have lyrics. And if you want them that badly, I'll make some up. And they'll be a hell of a lot better than everybody wants something. They'll never give up. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Me too. And I love that yeah. your dogs are into it too. There's a lot of tension and arguments and fighting in this book. There really is. Physical fights as well. Maybe that's why I stayed awake the whole time. <laughs> I know. All right. So you're ready for page 45? Sure am. All right. There's a, a poodle riot also happening nice. in the background. So <laughs> bring it on, Carlos. I got four poodles that I'll take you out. <laughs> All right, so um, they're kind of mad. Please, Wheels, Joey reached out and rested his hand on Wheels' shoulder. Wheels knocked his hand away. Don't touch me, Joey. The look of hurt crossed Joey's face again. Would you tell me what I've done? I'm just trying to help. Help? Right. I am. For some reason, the tiny, whining I am put (laughs) Wheels over the edge. He swung around and shoved Joey as hard as he could. He landed with a hard thud against the lockers. Just shut up, Jeremiah, Wheels shouted. (laughs) 
Wheels Joey started picking himself up, but he wasn't up for long. Wheels wound up and punched him as hard as he could, and he fell over again. You made me go to your house, Wheels heard himself shout. It wouldn't have happened if I'd gone to the movie. You couldn't have stopped it, Joey cried, knowing right away that Wheels was talking about him. But Wheels' anger had overtaken him. He threw himself on Joey and started to punch over and over again. Yikes. I know, it's just like the episode, but it's so much more exciting to read about it. It really is. I totally agree. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because the writing is better than the acting is what's happening there, in my opinion. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I agree. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what these poodles are all worked up about. I can see them through the studio window and they're fine. I don't know. Sorry for the dog riot. I like it. Yeah. It's usually only uh, at my house, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know my long arm of the law is not going down today. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> All right. Are we up for some cruising? Mm-hmm, always. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm 45. I don't want to leave the house. Oh, God, I'm 46. <laughs> um, all right. So page 62. Um, there's a lot of like time off in this book. Like the kids just were kind of roaming the streets a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of it. Yeah, right? All right. And so they just kind of like roam away, uh, wheels. He wasn't sure where he was going, but he knew that if he wanted to hang out, Yawn Street was the right place to be. Sometimes on the weekends during the summer, Joey, Snake, and Wheels headed over to Yawn Street to cruise, as Joey put it. To Joey, cruising meant walking up and down the street over and over again. The section between Dundas and Gerard. Only one block was the part that had interested them most. Bright lights, record stores, warehouses selling everything from stereos to discounted jewelry, adult bookstores, and movie houses that advertised films rated triple X sex all day and all night long. Head shops selling drug paraphernalia and heavy metal band shirts Video game parlors and fast food joints line the strip. I can't even read it because I'm so excited about this street. Where is this magic? <laughs> they don't have these magic places anymore. It it's doesn't all sound up. like a bad. I, a, I cannot say the word yonge. It's never going to change. Yeah. But I, I can definitely say rated X, triple sex, and cruising. Does it mean <laughs> a different thing in Canada? I, um, I guess it does. Maybe when like you're... if I say cruising to you, you mean I'm going looking for Dick, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like Susan Nielsen would know this. I feel like she would too, but I also feel there are things about her that she's hiding. So <laughs> maybe she's fingering them. Yes. All right. <laughs> I know. On this, on that note, we're um, in the same neighborhood on page sixty-five. Uh huh. Wheels is in oh. the arcade. You need a couple more quarters? I got some, the man said, digging into <laughs> his pocket. It's okay, Wheel said quickly. I was just leaving. What's the rush? Don't tell me you're going to be late for school, he chuckled, glancing at the clock. It was almost noon. The man smelled a cheap cologne. The smell was so overpowering, it almost made Wheels gag. He was wearing a suit that was so worn it had a sheen to it. His wide tie had a stain running down the middle, like he'd accidentally dipped it into a bowl of soup. Not soup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Over his suit, he wore a trench coat. Wheels couldn't believe it. 
He and Joey had always joked about all the customers of the XXXX movie theater wore trench coats. I was just about to see a movie. Maybe you'd like to join me. I'll pay, said the man. No thanks, really. Even though it was broad daylight and there were other people around, Wheels was starting to feel creepy. Come on, said the man. Wheels watched Frozen with disgust as the man reached out and took a hold of his wrist. You coming, man? A voice beside him. It was the guy with the Iron Maiden t-shirt. He was talking to Wheels, but staring at the old man. It was a hard, cold stare, and the man felt it. He jerked his hands away from Wheels' wrist. Oh, Wheels. So that's the first of the um, old men that are wanting to get it with Wheels. It's lucky that he only had to jerk his hand away. I know. It could have been a lot more. Do you love the the um, irony of of um, getting rescued by like the heavy metal dude? Like, yeah. Like yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh boy. I don't know. I love movies. I love quarters. I'll go see it all. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you in your trench coat and your um, soup covered tie. That's not soup. It's not soup. No. <laughs> it's really gross. <laughs> really gross. Yeah. So this is where Wheels meets his friends, Barry and Tammy. Yeah, and who, come on, who's naming the metalhead Barry? Are you serious? All right, that's my whole thing. Tammy with an I Tammy and with Barry. with an I and Barry. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, these are not names you give street kids. It's just no, not. No, not, not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. All right, so on page 64, um, we get Tammy, who's, um, I love her description. Oh, yeah, it's good. Wheels found himself staring at the girl. Her hair was short and cropped, dyed bright orange. She was wearing a very short black t-shirt, a black skirt, and black tights with large holes in them. On her feet, she wore a pair of black army boots. She was wearing a lot of eye makeup, also black, (laughs) and some (laughs) lipstick that was such a dark shade of red, it looked black too. Her skin was so pale, it made her look fragile. (laughs) The guy she was with looked a couple years older. He had long, stringy hair and wore a faded pair of jeans with an Iron Maiden t-shirt. I love him. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's a sight for sore eyes, those two. (laughs) I know. Well, and my thought, too, was, like, when they say orange dyed, I think, like, bleach and then Kool-Aided. Yeah. Not, like, like Dorothy orange. No, it's also not the orange that we get today. You know, they just didn't have... You could sometimes find manic panic, but it wasn't that easy. Not that easy. No. Yeah. All right. So then where do we go next? We're lightening the load with Simon. Wait, what? I said we're lightening the load with Simon. I thought that's what you said. I was like, <laughs> maybe after the beaning discussion, that's not the phrase we use. But it shouldn't be. But <laughs> back to the trench coat. <laughs> Page 88. This is just as a good description of Simon, because it's not surprising. Simon was beginning to look confused. Wheels had counted on that. Simon was a heartthrob around Degrassi. The girls loved him, but he was one of those guys that was blessed with all the good looks in the world and very few brains. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just glad they put it down on paper. Yeah, it's like... They had to. The best part, like the first time... Simon was beginning to look confused. Like, when did it stop? Yeah, he's always looked confused. Poor Simon. I just, I am really glad that they wrote that in. I, I love know. Simon. Bless him. Yeah. Bless him and in then, his perm. I know. Oh, that poor perm. And then on 94, we um, 
it's like having a conversation with myself. There's a lot of people hating things. Well, because <laughs> we fall back into one of the old tropes from the books, too, which is a big problem that we didn't know about. Which is? Oh, yes. Never mind. We're going to get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go into it. Yeah. So Wheels and his new friends, Tammy and Barry, <laughs> just <laughs> seems so weird. All right, wait, you know, let's just stop. Because I live in Palm Springs, and so if you say Barry, it's Barry Manilow. And so I just visual, I'm just visualizing Barry Manilow and Tammy Faye Baker. That's amazing. That's much better than what I'm picturing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so Wheels passed the bottle of red wine to Tammy and watched as she took a long swig. A small stream of wine dribbled onto her shirt. She giggled. I hate Christmas too, she said. They were feeling no pain. The second bottle of red wine was almost empty. It was only the third time Wheels had ever drunk alcohol, and the other times it had just been one beer or one glass of wine. He had to admit it felt good. He felt more relaxed than he had in months. I hate a lot of things, Barry said. Like what? I hate disco. I hate yuppies, shrieked Tammy. I hate skinheads. I hate cops, giggled Tammy. What do you hate, Wheels? Wheels was silent for a moment. What did he hate? Come on, Wheels. I hate... I hate... Joey Jeremiah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Insane. Oh, my God. Insane. <laughs> I know. That was so good. I was like, do they even know who Joey Jeremiah is? Of course they don't, because then they go on. They stared at him disappointed. Who's he? <laughs> An old friend. An ex-friend. You're not very good at this game, Tammy said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And then he proceeds to run outside and vomit. So Yeah, then he gets all sick on the sidewalk and yeah. hate parents. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, it doesn't doesn't Tammy like super bitch move? Like she's like, Merry Christmas. I oh yeah, she does. She, she's awful, so we're not even gonna read it. <laughs> Alright, so are you ready for my favorite part of the book? Oh, I think it's my favorite part too, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like everyone's favorite part. Yeah. Alright, so on page one fifteen, Wheels is contemplating life and he's got a plan. Where's he going? Poor Hope. Why is he going to Port Hope? To see his hot dad. And why does he know his dad is there? Because he got a postcard. Page I can't help but sing these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's musical. <laughs> Page 115. He flipped the card over. Happy birthday, big guy, the card read. His birth dad has remembered his birthday. It wasn't for another month, but still. <laughs> for me, things are going great. The card continued. Got a two-week gig here in Port Hope. The place we're playing at is on the front of the card. Hope I'll see you soon. Wheels drew in a sharp breath. He stared at the front of the card. The picture showed a motel. And in bold writing across one corner were the words, Welcome to Port Hope. Wheels knew Port Hope. It was about one hour east of Toronto. <laughs> that kills me. Go on. Just saying, he knew it was an hour. <laughs> he flipped the card over. Happy birthday, big guy, the card read. His birth dad had remembered his birthday. It wasn't for another month, but still. It's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, close. <laughs> Four weeks off. It's in the fall, you know. <laughs> he has the birth bracelet, but whatever. I think they refer to it as a birth necklace, by the way, but <laughs> who you. puts a necklace on a baby, a brand new baby, but go on. The 80s. He had a cigarette, too, so it's cool. Okay. For me, things are going great, the card continued. Got a two-week gig here in Port Hope. The place we're playing at is on the front of the card. 
hope I'll see you soon. I might be in Toronto in a couple of months. Mike. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to not read that along with you out loud? <laughs> in the voice? Yeah. For me, things are going great. <laughs> Do you hear Mike or do you hear Linda? I hear Mike. Do you hear? <laughs> 54 minutes into it, you're getting the Boston. <laughs> All right. Who's up next? You are. Oh, crap. I'm trying to pour <laughs> some champagne, me. <laughs> All right. So in the book, Mike repeatedly wants to like make things that are hereditary because he's trying to establish some bond with wheels. But... This is just really a stretch. So, page 116. Mike had ordered them chocolate milkshakes. Pretty neat. We both like chocolate milkshakes. Must be hereditary. Wheels shrugged. Everyone liked chocolate milkshakes. Exactly. I inherently believe in liking every chocolate milkshake, but then we've seen this chocolate milkshake. No, their chocolate milkshakes are disgusting looking. Yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling it. It's like Ovaltine. It's not a milkshake. Ew. It's like Ovaltine with water. Like you can make it with water, but you just shouldn't. But you shouldn't, yeah. So um it brings us to lots of fighting. Yeah. So back on when back on page one twenty three, because we've been there before. Mm -mm. Just kidding. What? We forgot Winnie too. I know but we don't have anything on Winnie too. Oh yeah, we do. Really? Derek, you'll be late for school, and I don't think you'll be pulling any tricks. You're my kid, someone was hammering persistently in the distance. Wake up, his grandmother called, knocking on his bedroom door. Wheels woke up, and the dreams were gone. It was time to get up and face school. Uh, okay, so following that, on 123, Wheels uh, mm -mm. spotted... What? Come on. Winnie three. <laughs> <laughs> I am working her nerves today, everyone. Oh, I am a little frazzled. <laughs> Winnie three. Now you see how Jason treats me. <laughs> Wheels spotted Joey at his locker. Hey, Wheels. Joey's eyes lit up. Good to see you back. Wheels shoved Joey against his locker. Why can't you just keep your dirty nose out of my business? What are you talking about? Calling my grandma to ask why I wasn't at school? Thanks a lot. I didn't mean to get you in trouble. I was worried. Save it, Joey. I'm in deep trouble now, and it's your fault. Come on, you can't blame it all on me. She would have found out you'd been skipping school sooner or later. Besides, you gotta go to school. Get lost. Just leave me alone. But Joey didn't seem to be able to get Wheel's message through his thick skull. Look, I know you haven't felt like it for a while, but do you feel like playing some music again? Nothing serious. Just you and me and Snake. Wheel's almost felt sorry for Joey. The dumb band meant so much to him. The answer's no. Yeah. Wow. I know. They're so just much like, arguing with them. So much. Are we so taking? Are, are we manifesting it ourselves? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Wheels, um, you know, he he's at this point sold his base, which the other kids don't know, um, and Joey makes it really dark. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Page 124. Joey, there's no hope of me ever being in your stupid band again, okay? I sold my base. Joey's mouth dropped open. You did what? He whispered. I sold my base. Well, I didn't sell it exactly. I pawned it. I couldn't find a buyer, so I took it to a pawn shop. 
I needed the money. What for? You developed a crack habit or something when I wasn't looking, Joey said angrily. Of course, Joey wasn't so easy to shake. He followed him in and sat right on top of his desk. I can't read any further because it'll annoy me, but of course, Joey has to just keep pestering him. You aren't really into drugs, are you? He asked, his forehead wrinkled with worry. So, in Joey's defense, I have to say, he's a really good friend this whole episode. He is, this whole book. Yeah. Yeah. So, God damn it. Because you know what's about to happen? Oh, we're about to meet Bob Smith. Page 148. I know. I actually think I'm going to bring this down to 147. Oh, you're, if you're oh. okay with that. Yeah, my bladder isn't, but back it on up. That's, That's fine. A... So, right. as we all know, Mr. Bean pulls over and picks wheels up on his 24-hour journey to Port Hope and uh, starts caressing his leg. May I interject for a second? Yeah. So, I thought in the book we would find out that this character was actually a vacuum salesman. But do we all just like, is it just like the urban legend of Degrassi that we think this man is a vacuum salesman? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I've always just assumed he was a vacuum salesman. People always refer to him as a vacuum salesman. Yeah, I've always assumed. Why not encyclopedias? I don't know. Is there a vacuum in his car? What? Do you know what? What? Amway. No, I think vacuum. I just think Amway. (laughs) Continue. Okay, so... uh, Oh, Avon. (laughs) Mary Kay, he's going for the pink car. (laughs) Herbal life. So we find out his name is Bob Smith. So we, we jump right into the episode where he's talking about girls. So you've never fooled around? No, Wheels replied trying to laugh. But his stomach has started to churn. It was none of the guy's business. Well, you should try it. It feels good. Nothing wrong with something that feels good, don't you think? Wheels looked at Bob Smith out of the corner of his eye. He didn't look that respectable. In fact, he looked kind of, well, creepy. Creepy. So, what do you do, he asked. He sat straight up in his seat and stared at the stretch of road in front of them. Oh, this and that. I'm a salesman. I travel a lot. Sounds uh, interesting, Wheels said. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. You can get lonely out on the road. Suddenly, the man took a sharp turn to the right, down a side road. Fields ran along either side of the road, and Wheels couldn't see any houses. It was almost dark. Where are we going, Wheels asked, trying to keep the fear out of his voice. I've got some deliveries to make. It'll only be a short detour. Maybe the guy's telling the truth, Wheels told himself. Maybe you're just overreacting. There might be houses around the next bend in the road. He could be perfectly okay. Just a guy who asks weird questions. Say, you hear that? Hear what? The engine. Something's wrong. Mm. Sounds fine to me. Better pull over and have a look. Won't be long. The man slowed the car to a halt. He turned off the engine, but he didn't get out. He just took off his seatbelt and stared at wheels. Oh, God, thought wheels, as he tried to avoid the man's gaze. (laughs) Aren't you going to check the engine, he managed to say? (laughs) You know, wheels, you're a good-looking young man. The man slid across the vinyl seat and placed a hand on wheels' knee. Wheels froze. What are you doing? He asked. Relaxed, he said, in a gentle, fatherly tone. <laughs> it doesn't hurt, does it? Come on. I know, so gross. You've got to do something. He screamed inwardly. He was glued to the spot. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down, he said to himself. The guy isn't very big. 
You just have to get your senses back. He tried to push the man's hand away, but he only tightened his grip. You've got strong legs, he said, as its hands started to creep up Wheels' thigh. Wheels lunged at him, his energy back in full force, and tried to poke him in the eyes. It took the man by (laughs) surprise, and Wheels grabbed the door handle and got the door open. The man grabbed his wrist. Wheels grabbed the keys in his jacket pocket, turned around, and stabbed the man's knuckles. He yelped in pain and pulled his hand back. Wheels jumped out of the car. He picked up a rock that lay at the side of the road and hurled it at Bob's car. <laughs> Get away from me, Wheels screamed, picking up another rock. The man threw Wheels' duffel bag out of the door and started his engine and squealed away, leaving a cloud of dust in his path. That was the literization of one of the most important Degrassi scenes ever. Oh my god, it's crazy! Thank you for sharing that with me. Alright, I have several things I have an issue okay. with. Luckily, Wheels did not have his keys in his pocket of his jeans because he would have never gotten them out (laughs) in time. (laughs) And then when he says a fatherly tone, does he mean like, hey, things are going great for me. (laughs) I'm about to touch Wheels. (laughs) Is that what they mean by fatherly tone? I don't know. And then there's two rocks, but there was only one rock in the in the filming well there's only well this is what i like about this was that the key wasn't in the show he didn't stab him with the key in the show he also didn't actually throw the rock he just held it up like yeah hey i got a rock i like that we get these extra little bits it's awesome yeah he felt lucky to be alive Mm -hmm. i i would have liked it i don't know i would have been open to another like a choose your own adventure sort of thing oh my god that would have been awesome All right, so that was him getting beans. Mm-hmm. So he ends up making it to um, the hotel where Club Memories is. Mm-hmm. On page one sixty-two, we find out that Mike, in fact, has a new girlfriend. Sure does. I would hope so. Fifteen years later. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, life goes <laughs> on. Like, calm down, Wheels. But we've all read his Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> Wheels' dad on Twitter just. Oh, my God. Amazing. Literally my favorite account of every Degrassi thing. Hands down. I will fight you in the street about that. <laughs> so good. I won't join Twitter, but I will fight you for it. <laughs> Page 162. We find out that Mike has a girlfriend. A woman came into the lounge. She looked young in her 20s. She also looked extremely <laughs> pregnant. Her baggy shirt couldn't hide her bulging stomach. Wheels couldn't help but stare. She looked like she was about to burst. Oh, poor girl. And the actress in the episode is so pregnant. She's so pregnant. And she's wearing like a cropped sweatshirt. It's a pretty sweet look. Well, I think she's probably wearing one of like Mike's hoodies, but then she regretted it as soon as she went in public. Poor girl. I know. All right. So on page 180, we've got sort of the wrap up where everything is nice. And um, is it my turn? It's your your turn. turn. He poked at the piece of cake that sat on a plate in front of him. If you don't mind, I think I'll just go to my room, he said to his grandparents. I understand. You've got a big day ahead of you. And seeing as it's your birthday, I can let you off of dish duty. His grandmother winked at him. Thanks for the cake and stuff, he said as he got up from the table. Oh, one more thing. There's something in your room. A birthday gift from your grandfather and me. Wheels looked at them curious, but his grandmother had already started to clear the dishes away, and his grandfather had picked up the newspaper. 
He opened the door to his bedroom and saw it lying in his bed. It was his base. Aww. Oh, so sweet. Good thing she cleans his room and found that pawn ticket. Right, right. <laughs> that was the other thing is we never acknowledged that they did sneak around and get his pawn ticket and go behind his back, but he'll cover that in the next episode as we keep calling this book. I know. <laughs> On that note, we have to go into the fact that um, it's a Susan Nielsen book, so I thought yes. there would be a lot of fingering in this book. I forgot to get fingered almost. So I, I can't believe you almost forgot to get fingered. I know. So I decided to do a fingering count. <laughs> and <laughs> somehow we only got it three times. Can, I, can we pause for one second? Mm-hmm. I feel like fingering count is like the bonus for everyone that's stuck in one hour later. <laughs> Well, the funny thing about it is there's only three fingerings in this book, but they're all within 15 pages of each other. So did the editor dip out for this 15 pages? So first one's on page 160. Wait, no, that's not true. I mean, on page 60. You can't expect me to have my numbers straight at this point. (laughs) He neared the intersection at Queen and Catherine Street. A few blocks to the north lay Degrassi Junior High. Wheel stood at the corner, waited for the light to turn green, fingering the $5 bill in his pocket, and dreading the long day of school ahead of him. Boing! (laughs) Boing! (laughs) Fingering one. Fingering two, page 66. Ooh, hold on. I have to get there. Wait. I starred my sticky notes. Wait, wait, why are they sticky? Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you just revert to a 12-year-old boy. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready to go, Wheels faltered quickly, following the young guy out of the arcade. He took one last glance back and saw the man hovering by one of the machines, nervously fingering the buttons on his trench coat. I really think fingering a trench coat is like the apex of fingering. I think so, too. It's like, (laughs) oh my god, good thing Wheels didn't go to the movie theater in this one. I know. I was like, I love movies. Let's go. I would have been kidnapped so easily. Thank God I was fat. Yeah. Oh, God. 75. Timmy started to stamp her feet. Cold, she grumbled. Hey, Wheels, you got any money? Yeah, he said. He begged his grandmother to give him $10 the night before, finally convincing her by lying. Shocking. There's a school trip next Friday, he pleaded. If I don't go, I'll fail the test. We have one when we get back. How much, asked Barry. He fingered the bill in his pocket. He didn't want to spend it all. <laughs> we still have to discuss favorite parts and least favorite parts. Oh my god, I supposed to leave the house 20 minutes ago. Perfect. <laughs> all right, we'll close this out then. Oh my god. Well, what's your favorite part and your least favorite part? Fingering and fingering. <laughs> Both <laughs> done. The end, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're mine too. Um, it's pretty crazy. There's just a lot of innuendos towards it, so. But. I don't know. No hmm. shag carpeting. I know. On that note, we'll uh, see you guys next time when we watch BLT. <laughs> it's not BLT next time at all. It's Snake. I know. I was kidding. Oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> bye, everybody. Thank you for Ooh, hanging in there. Bye. bye. Join us next time as we discuss the next volume in the series, Snake. <laughs>